Wow, what a performance by the Habs tonight. They defeat the Edmonton Oilers 5-2-1. Yeah, for the first win on the season. That makes them 1-0-1. And Mark Bergevin with the locks flowing, watching his handiwork after this offseason. And you know what? I think I might pay some respect to him here. And let this duster loose, baby. Ha, ha, ha. Let's just get right into this game. It was a blast to watch, so we got a lot to go over here. But first and foremost, Montreal's strong five-on-five -five play, again, on display. Heavy forecheck, very strong transition game up the ice. It seemed any time the Edmonton Oilers finished off a play, whether it was a chance or it got shut down by us, the puck was quickly up the other way for a Montreal Canadiens rush. Good to see their transition game on display. But you know what? To start this game, I thought the Edmonton Oilers uh, came out strong. And they forced Carey Price to make a good positional save early. That gets him in the game. And what a night he had. Real shame he didn't get the shutout there. But... Uh, eventually we end up on the uh, power play thanks to a nice forecheck from Paul Byron drawing that interference call and we get another power play goal here early in the season great to see these power play uh this power play gelling and on this one it's Petrie who finishes it off after some nice uh, cycle work from uh, uh Nick Suzuki and Shea Weber but Jeff Petrie hand passed to himself uses those edges to get around the net and pots are into the empty net uh but then before the first ends we get a massive save from Carey Price on Connor McDavid Connor tried to sneak one five hole there and Price said nope not tonight that was great to see because it was still one nothing at that point really could have been a different game if Mo if McDavid gets that goal and steals the momentum from the Habs we go into the second period and Tatar from Deneau and Gallagher but this goal starts with uh, Edmondson almost claiming the life of Connor McDavid along the boards there. That was uh, would have been a vicious hit. He somehow uh, avoids it, but Edmondson leaves with the puck. They get it up to that first line, and they just have too much chemistry. Love seeing these guys going early in the season, though, and it's Tatar who finishes it off with a snipe over the shoulder of Koskinen. Then we get a goal from Jeff Petrie, just good heads up play, getting it on net, wrister, and it ends up deflecting off Ethan Bear, goes into the net there. Then, seventh round pick, Jake Evans looking strong out there and he and it's a shorthanded goal unassisted from him but this play is a really good example of the pace that Paul Byron plays at and how he can really help out his team and open up ice for his line mates just because of the the constant threat he is challenging the net he does it there and Jake Evans ends up putting one over the uh, the shoulder of Koskinen on the rebound so good to see Jake Evans up on the board early in the season as well third period we get another goal from Tatar. This one was on the breakaway. Just a slimy move to sneak this one five-hole on Koskinen there, assisted by Gallagher. That's two assists for Gallagher on the night and three goals on the season so far in these two games for Thomas Tatar. Consistent 25-goal score here, so he's putting them in the, in the back of the net early. You love to see it. Um, the, the Edmonton Oilers end up getting on the board. It's Slater Coco off that nasty, nasty mask of Carey Price. I absolutely love this mask. I can't say enough about it. The artwork is incredible. It's nothing like a, a mask Carey Price has had before. Just had to sneak that one in there, but he banks this one off Price. It goes uh, top shelf, and Price was savage after that. I don't blame him. He, he really took that one off the dome, and it actually looked like he tried to make the save with his head there, too, and deflect it behind the net instead of in, but he just wasn't able to get it done. But what a night from Carey Price. This In the second period, uh, he had to make a lot of really strong save saves and difficult saves a few on on dry 
There was Caleb Jones, I believe, left alone in the slot there. Uh, Carey Price had to pretty much go the entire way east to west. He was dialed in tonight, big time. Plus, we had him making the plays behind the net as usual. That It just makes it so hard for teams to get the forecheck going against us when Price is stopping them dead in their tracks every time they dump the puck in. So, <laughs> love seeing him going and playing as well as he did uh, tonight and so far this season. So, some stats on the night. 35-35 shots, pretty even there. Montreal again tonight, though, was... Quite questionable in the face-off dot. Even Philip Deneau, 35%, and uh, Suzuki was or 36%, and Suzuki was hovering at 36% as well. However, a success story tonight for the face-off dot, despite team-wide being down, um, Evans. 50% and KK at 46%. So that's an improvement on their last game. 34 to 32 hits. We had a physical game. The Edmonton Oilers responded a little bit better than the Leafs were able to against us in game one. And we had uh, 21 blocks to the Oilers 11. So just a strong overall performance from the Montreal Canadiens all over the ice, strong in all four corners. The defensive corners, we got our big, our, our big defensemen just beaten up on the four checkers. And then in the offensive corners, we got our four checkers beaten up on the Edmonton Oilers defensemen. You love to see it. This is going to be a consistent uh, trend through the Montreal Canadiens season. I absolutely love how this team is built. Also, the penalty kill was on point for the Montreal Canadiens. Three for three against the Edmonton Oilers, who have an extremely, extremely strong power play. Now, Duren, uh, he's looking good. He didn't get up on the board tonight. He took a lot of heat after game one, which is really strange. He had three assists in the game against the Leafs, and it was kind of a fluke play where he hit it off the ref there, and then he ends up taking a lot of heat. Francophone star, I just, I really don't understand why he continues to get this level of, of hate, especially on social media. And tonight, I thought he looked good as well. Very aggressive, very agile. He's really getting his hands going. And with Drewen, it's not just about his hands. It's about his skating, his quick stops and starts. And he looks really strong. I like his uh, his effort on all of his shifts. So if, if we keep seeing this Drewen, and, uh, you know, he was a big reason why our, our uh, one of our top two lines there with Suzuki and uh, Anderson was able to hem the Oilers in multiple times. Our first line did it. You kind of expect that from them, but Drewen Suzuki and Anderson are looking fantastic together. They had Edmonton hemmed in there, especially for long periods of the of the second period, first and second period, actually. Edmondson, a lot of haters after game one. He played a really strong game. I mentioned the play earlier that he initiated uh, for the Habs second goal, but overall, he looked strong as well, helped us uh, hold the puck in on a couple different offensive zone cycles, and he was strong on D, really liked what I saw from Joel Edmondson tonight. Now, it cannot be stated strong enough the defensive performances of Nick Suzuki, Philip Deneau, and Alexander Romanov. Of course, our top D pairs were strong as well, but I loved what we saw from Deneau uh, assisting in shutting down McDavid tonight. Only He only had the one assist on the night in that, uh, that final goal for the Oilers. But Nick Suzuki, a couple different times, getting in uh, McDavid's grill, getting down to block shots. You love to see that from a star a, a soon-to-be star player, he's getting down there and, and, and risking his body to block to block shots in the slot. It's, uh, it's, it's fantastic to watch. There is no chance Mark Bergevin's trading this type of player. He's He literally fits the exact mold of player that Bergevin has been looking for in a center for many, many years. So let's move away from this Pierre-Luc Dubois-Suzuki talk. And you know what? Romanov, huge shift there. I believe it was in the second period. He ends up losing his stick, but still ends up having a strong defensive period thanks to, uh, to Foley passing off the right-handed stick to him. And, and Romanov just looks like a vet out there. And for a somewhat smaller guy, he is strong. He put Pugliarvi on his ass a couple times. He's pushing him around and pissing him off in the slot. Montreal, the culture and identity that Montreal as a whole and as a team have, have developed over these last couple of years and how they're executing right now 
is something to behold. It is it is really, really impressive, and it's team-wide. Now, one more thing before I get into some fan questions. Josh Anderson. Love the way he plays. Love seeing his speed out there. Love his aggressive forecheck, but man, he's making me nervous. There's been a few different times now in these last couple games where he has absolutely thrown himself into the boards. This guy coming off a very significant injury you know, he might need to be a little bit more careful out there uh, when he's going to throw the body because he's, uh, yeah, that definitely that, especially that one late in the third there where he went to hit Darnell Nurse face first into the boards. Gotta, gotta avoid that for sure. <laughs> but love the player. Something new I'm going to bring to these reaction videos is at the end of each game, I'll ask on Twitter for some questions. So if you want to appear on these reaction videos and get my opinion on a certain topic, make sure to follow me on Twitter and uh, and look for those tweets at the end of each game. Now, let's go into the questions I got tonight. So at 13 underscore Liverpool asks, what is the difference between the Habs this year versus last? Um, you know what? The biggest thing for me is that we have all of our players slotted where they need to be. We don't have bottom six forwards playing in our top six. We don't have bottom pair D playing in our top four. Also, I find the the uh, the system, especially five on five, is the same. However, we have players now that can execute it much better. You think of Josh Anderson, that big heavy body, in on the four check, plus he has the finishing ability. Tyler Toffoli adds another responsible five on five and defensive player onto our team who can also finish as a consistent 25 goal scorer in the NHL. So everyone is slotted where they where they need to be, plus all of our young guys are one year older, one more year season. So that's, that's what I think the biggest difference between the Habs last year versus this year is, and we still haven't seen Allen in that too. That's going to be very important for the Habs this season. At YYC Canadians and at Hugh7777 ask a similar question. Do you like the play of KK after two games? That's from uh, Andrew, YYC Canadians and, or YY Canadians. And how many games will it take KK to start producing? And will Claude keep that line together until they do? That's Hugh asking that, that one. So, you know what? Kakanyemi, still 20 years old. At, right now, he's a third-line center. He will get going here eventually, and probably very soon. He hit the post in the first period there, so he could have had one tonight. And even though, you know, he's a young player with a lot of offensive talent, he is in a third-line checking role technically right now. Mind you, he he has wingers who can finish uh, in Armia, and especially Tyler Toffoli, to his left now. So he's definitely going to get up on the board, and I think, Claude, there's no reason for him to take uh, split these guys up anytime soon. Uh, I like the way they're playing. They're, they're aggressive, and I like the way of uh, uh, Kakanyemi's playing. He's getting involved. He's he's using his stick very well. He's uh, he's he's making the big hits, and he's had his chances. I'd like to see him maybe shoot a little bit more. The coaches are working on that with him, so I'm not worried about KK, and he'll definitely get going here shortly. At Stefan Greener asks, do you think NHL player safety should consider a suspension for the nurse on Gallagher hit at the end of the game? No, no. You know what? Two-minute penalty is enough. Bit of a dirty play by Nurse there. Uh, if Gallagher gets injured on that play, maybe you know NHL player safety gets involved. But in this case, hit from behind. I think two minutes is just enough. Gallagher went and you know got his cross check in, and uh, you know we'll call it we'll we'll call it at that. It's it's a done deal. So no, I do not think there'll be there'll be uh, a suspend. It's a suspension worthy hit. Thanks for the question, guys. I hope you enjoyed this reaction video. The Montreal Canadiens play uh, Monday at 10 p.m. again against the Edmonton Oilers. They're going to be flying. Connor McDavid is going to be extremely motivated. We saw what happened with McDavid after they lost to Vancouver. He came and then torched the Canucks, I think, with a four or five point night. So we got to be really careful about McDavid in the next game and Dreisaitl as well because he had some serious chances in this game and couldn't quite bury them. So... 
What a game tonight. If you like this video, make sure to hit that subscribe and like button. And uh, you know what? I cannot wait for the next one here. Go Habs go, baby. Just so you know, guys, all my content is uh, in podcast form now. Spotify, I think soon it'll be on Apple Music. Wherever you get your pods, make sure to check out Scotian Canadian if you want to, for some reason, listen to me on your car drive to work or while you're shoveling snow or cleaning the house. Whatever you're doing, make sure to check out uh, the, the podcast content. I'm just converting my videos into audio form. So if it's easier for you to, to watch or listen to my stuff that way, do it up.